Paul said, forget those things which are behind, and I press forward toward the mark of the high call of God in Christ Jesus. Forget what's behind you and press toward Christ. Second thing Jesus said, Matthew 6, 34, don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. You have enough trouble for today. So be a visionary. I know you're locked up, but be a visionary for your life. But don't be such a visionary of where God's taking you that it stresses you out. And the third thing is, if you're listening to me in prison, Psalm 46, verse 10, the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Enjoy these moments you have with God. God's more interested in your character than in he is in giving you what you want. One of the things that makes Christmas such a memorable time of the year is the music that we hear. You know, those same songs year after year get stuck in our heads. We can even recite the words without even thinking about it. Welcome to Mid-South Viewpoint. I'm Byron Tyler, and you're in for a treat today as we hone in around the celebration of Jesus at Christmas with some friends in the studio. Danny Cosby is here with Gary Gowen, and these two brothers do music together. They do life together. Absolutely. Danny, it's good to have you back in the studio. good to be back. Good to see you, man. First met you through your dad. Your dad was working through the Tennessee prison system, helping folks deal with uh, drug addictions in prison. Yeah, that's something. And we did a program, and he said, hey, would you pray for my son? He's close to getting out of prison. He's been spending time there. You had an addiction yourself. Yeah, that's wild. I had forgotten that you had an interview with him before I got out of prison. And, and then we had an interview. Yeah, he asked me, he said, when my son gets out, can we do another show together? <laughs> wow, that's and, awesome. And we did when that. just came back. And Gosh. Yeah, yeah, the Lord's brought all of us such a long way. I mean, yeah, that, that addiction and then prison uh, and the Lord just healing our relationship uh, while I was doing that time. And then he starts working in the system. I think he started working in the system because in his mind, my son's locked up. I'm in a sense going to be locked up. But mm. the Lord just healed us. And I got out. I've been out now 11 yeah. years almost. Yeah, and it's it's been 11 years. It's wow. been right at 11 years. You've been nonstop serving Christ, using your talent of voice. We're going to talk about a new Christmas album that's just about to be released. Yeah, yeah, and about the same time as when you met this guy here, Gary. Yeah, the brains and the heart uh, behind the whole project. <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> so, Gary, how did you meet this guy? Well, he said it was 11 years. Uh, you just was released. So it was yeah. around 10 years. We met yeah, around we met, 10 years yeah. ago. Mm-hmm. We were on the worship team. And Danny and I, we got a chance uh, to be on the same weekend. I'm setting up my guitar. And Danny comes. And uh, he's coming on stage. And I saw him. I set my guitar down. Went straight to Danny and him and I just hugged each other as though we were brothers that hadn't seen each other didn't for a long time. Didn't even know who each other was. Didn't know this God. guy from, I don't know. Brothers from another mother, but with the same father. Come yes. on. Amen. Hello. <laughs> That'll preach right there. I need to take notes to this <laughs> with sermon <Same> ideas. <laughs> it was beautiful. And I knew there was a connection with Danny. And that's why him and I have been doing stuff for, um, well, over 10 years. Yeah, we, I think we started right. probably... What, eight years ago? Nine yeah. years just getting into it? Yeah. We went from recording projects to touring. The cool thing about Danny and I, I produce these shows. So we would go out in different markets, you know, around the United States, and we perform in these shows. So there was one theme about every show that I would produce. It's this word called love. And we have to give love to the audience. Somehow we had to figure out a way how to give that to them because it's coming back to us. But we want them to feel it. Every night we would do a show, it would connect with them. 
Danny would say a prayer before we would go up on stage. The thing is, what we would discuss is that we really, 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 really just playing to an audience of one. Amen. And we just had to please that one person. And that's where the love came from. We mm-hmm. said, let's wrap everything around love. Wow. By Danny setting the tone for us in the very beginning before we go on stage by giving us that prayer. It relaxes us and just focus. You know, you mentioned the word love. It's a word that everybody is searching for to know the meaning, or they may have their own definition of what it is. But as we look at this time, guys, of Christmas, knowing mm-hmm. that this is really where the definition of the greatest love began. Yes. In the fullness of time, God sent his son, Jesus. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten right. son. He is the perfect gift of love. You know, he came for a mission of love. Come on now. You know, when I read that and I look at that and for someone to send their son, their son for us, and we're looking at us on here on earth and we say, which one would send our son to make a difference in someone's life? Yeah. That still blows my mind. And it's still hard for me to understand because I'm human. I'm I'm not there where, where Jesus and God is. What did he say? Uh, when we were dead and trespasses and sins, Christ, he says, I, I, I knew you at your darkest when God commended his love toward us mm. in that while we were sinners, Christ, that when you really think about that, here I am with a fist balled at God, shaking my fist at the cross in a sense in my sin. And Jesus saying, I forgive you. Forgive him. He doesn't know what he's yes. doing. Forgiveness. You wow. know, and, 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 the, and, and to me, that's that's the heart. That's the best gift under the tree is the the revelation of that truth. You guys came <clears> together <throat> and you have a Christmas album. It's called Christmas Time. Mm-hmm. Why write a Christmas album with so many Christmas albums out? Good question. Because we go, love Christmas music. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? Everyone is going to do their take on the Christmas songs. And we have a feeling what's inside of us, and people want to know the way Danny feels, how he's going to articulate a particular song. We said, well, why not? Because people were asking Danny to do some Christmas music. And so it's been on our radar for a few years. Mm -hmm. And we did a teaser last year. We said, we're not going to release any Christmas music, but we're going to do five Christmas songs. And we're going to release a Christmas song with a video every Friday after Thanksgiving up into Christmas. The last video will be released on Christmas Day. Brian, we wasn't even trying to get any radio or nothing like that. Somebody heard the song, and Mary Did You Know, and they said, hey, we need that song. Can you send it to us? (laughs) (laughs) People wanted to hear Danny's version of different songs. And Danny and I got so inspired by doing Christmas music, we wrote a Christmas song. Oh, I love it. Well, you know, Mark Lowry, of course, wrote that song, and he's traveled for many years with the Gaithers, you know. Mm -hmm. Of course, he's a comedian, but he has an incredible voice and music ministry, too. Mm -hmm. But songs do speak to our hearts. Mm -hmm. What was it about this song that spoke to your heart, Danny? I remember when it got on my radar and I was first listening to it and I just thought, man, you know, what does he say? Mary, did you know that your baby boy would one day walk on water? Mary, Hmm. did you know that your baby boy would save our sons and daughters? Did you know that your baby boy uh, is heaven's perfect lamb? The sleeping child you're holding is the great I am. It's this picture to me of this virgin girl who's young. And now God the Father says, I choose you. You're going to be you're going to be the vessel for my son and just all of the dynamics that went into that. And then the the absolute chaos of having to reveal that to people, you know, and trust 
hope that they're going to believe you. And the, the potential shame. Shame. And exactly. I think in that uh, culture, scandal. there was a possibility she could have lost her life. Right. Absolutely. Was, and then for Joseph to be hemmed into it, the, the stepdad, bonus dad that right. we read of, I yeah. guess, in Scripture. And I can relate to that for sure. And just how he wrestled with that. And it said he was going to privately put her away. But then his faith was stirred. Talk about God putting you in a position where you mm. really got to trust him. But then wow. for her, I think I remember reading the other day, it said that she pondered all these things in her heart. She kept these things in her heart. So she's thinking about like, wow, this is wild, but I'm going in. I'm, I'm pressing in. I'm going to, Lord, here I am. Use me wow. to the ultimate extent. So, wow. so that song to me, it's like that's genius. A guy embodied lyrically the yeah. entirety of the immaculate. Yeah, know, that's, that's eternal amazing. And Gary, did you add anything different to the arrangement of the song? Some chord progressions, arrangements. It's beautiful. What yeah. Our approach on sound of the track, we approach it a little bit different than some of the other people. But man, when you start off with a lyric base, what he just said, and you put that melody, melodic melody that they mm. use it on top of it, mm. I'm in. <laughs> you know, so they, it had me. You know, it's just a beautiful song. Why don't we hear the song now and let our That's friends great. enjoy it? You want to do that? Let's do uh, it. Set it up for us, Danny. We were at Hope Church. We were in the yeah. South Hall shooting these music videos and so you're going to see me and gary sitting on a couple stools justin jaggers uh jim jaggers yeah. son he yes, he right. filmed us and so we uh we put this music video together and hope you enjoy it
Mary, did you know music here today on yeah. Bot Radio Network as we celebrate Christmas time? And by the way, that's the name of the album. We've got uh, Danny Cosby who just sang the song, accompanied by Gary Gowen. Mm-hmm. Guys, thank you so much. That was an thank incredible you. arrangement. You're right. <laughs> that's powerful. Right. right. Can't get around that song. That yeah. one's going to hit you right in the heart. I was doing a little research on uh, hymn writing. A lot mm. of songs that we sing, like Hark the Herald Angels Sing, a song written by Charles Wesley, an English Methodist leader and hymn writer. Wesley actually wrote over 6,000 hymns, more than any other male wow. writer. Wow. Fanny Crosby wrote 8,000. Yeah. She was blind. She was blind, yeah. Was this particular hymn has an incredible message behind it. Wesley was inspired by the sounds of the London church bells while walking to church on Christmas Day, and he wrote Hark, a poem about a year after his conversion to be read on Christmas Day. The uh, poem was picked up by George Whitfield in 1753. Wow. He was a student and eventual colleague of Wesley's, adapted the poem into the song we know now. It was Whitfield who penned the phrase, Newborn King. Mm, you know, I love some of the history behind this. Wow, love the hymnal history. And love knowing it. that God's word and theology of who God is, mm-hmm. is being put into these songs. Absolutely. Yeah, I have. I just tell you, I've always been blown away by the lyrical content of the older, not only Christmas songs, but just the hymns. I mean, uh, what did Fanny Crosby write? Um, Come to the garden alone while the dew is still on the roses. I mean, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. Just the way they painted the pictures uh, of the depth of, like you said, theology and Doctrine. That's like, how do you put doctrine and theology in a song? They did it. And to me, that's like testimony of their not having cell phones, not having a TV. You know, they were sitting out in a field meditating on Galatians 2.20, wondering what it really meant to be crucified with Christ. And then how do I write a song? About that, yeah. you know, as opposed to all of the distractions we have now, I'm going, well, I guess I'll write a song about this. Yeah. And I'm just as guilty as anybody else of that. But yeah. to take time to meditate on Scripture and to write songs, I mean, they were doing that. You've got this Christmas album, Christmas Time. How did you decide which songs to put on the album? We compile a list. We always, uh, if we do any covers, always get a list of songs. And then we'll go through and we'll probably work a little small arrangement up with maybe the guitar and vocals. This fits well for you. This fits well for, oh, this doesn't work for you. <laughs> and <laughs> this fits well for you. we go through it and that's how we narrow the list down. From there, I think we have, uh, eight songs on this. That's new, right. Yeah, eight songs so. on the new Is that record. Right? Okay. So the album will be available as we. Put this show together, it airs. The album is actually out now as the show is airing. So it's available where? It's on every music platform. Every digital Apple, platform. Spotify, out there. whatever digital platform you have. You just type yeah. in Danny Cosby Christmas Apple Time. Music, you should be able to Amazon, Apple Music, all music, of it, Amazon. iTunes. And, um, yeah, we, we had we had actually prospected a certain date, and it may have gotten pushed back a little, but you can still access it. I want to back up something, Danny, when we talk about the time you spent in prison. Yeah. Did you ever spend any time in prison during the Christmas season? Oh, yeah. yeah that is the hardest time of the year to spend in Christmas. And unfortunately, in some situations, I guess guards or prison staff think that it's a kind thing to put lights up and (laughs) decoration or a tree. You know, I guess in their mind, they're thinking, hey, let's give them something. And I'm like, you can keep all of that. It was like salt in the wound. 
it was tough because, and I remember one in particular Christmas, uh, there was this, what was her name, Miss Rooks. She was a guard at 201 Poplar. And if you're listening, Miss Rooks, I love you. Would always get in a prayer circle every night. All the guys that wanted to be a part of it would get in a big circle. And I would usually bring some kind of word of exhortation. Mm-hmm. And then we'd do a song and we'd pray and each guy would say what they were thankful for. And I remember one Christmas Eve and she was working. Christmas Eve and Miss Rooks. I don't even remember what she sang, but she sang something. Like She's like, Lord, I love you. Mm-hmm. Right now, thinking about it, and that's been, that was 2006. And I can still see her face, and I just wept and wept. But it was like the love of Christ. Because she used to talk to me about Bible all the time. We would just discuss the Word. She goes, Danny, what do you think about John three sixteen? And then we'd get this conversation. <laughs> the love of God in Christ Jesus through her just poured out oh. into my heart and filled me up with what I think is the most important part of Christmas. And, Danny, I ask you that because, and thanks for sharing that, because we actually received letters from prison inmates that listened to this station. Wow. We received I one. used to listen to you. You told me you I did. I remember yeah. you told me that. And we've received some recently. And so I was wondering, since you can identify at this time, as you said, a dark, a lonely place, and even it's supposed to be a joyful and a happy time when you're in prison, there's a lot of things going on. Mm. So what message would you have for someone possibly listening to us today that's in prison? Yeah, if you're listening to me and you're locked up right now, number one, I know where you're coming from. I spent four years there, and there's something God's given me being out of prison 11 years that I want to share with you. It's uh, it's three scriptures. One's in Philippians 3. Paul said, forget those things which are behind, and I press forward toward the mark of the high call of God in Christ Jesus. Forget what's behind you and press toward Christ. Second thing Jesus said, Matthew six thirty four. Don't worry about tomorrow. Tomorrow will worry about itself. You have enough trouble for today. So be a visionary. I know you're locked up, but be a visionary for your life. But don't be such a visionary of where God's taking you that it stresses you out. And the third thing is, if you're listening to me in prison, Psalm 46, verse 10, the Bible says, be still and know that I am God. Enjoy these moments you have with God. God's more interested in your character than in he is in giving you what you want. So let him shape you and form you and mold you into the picture of what he had all along planned for you from the foundations of the world in Christ. There's something so magnificent for your life. If God had showed me when I was locked up what I was doing right now, sitting here with Gary Goen and Byron Tyler talking about my Christmas album, being out 11 years with all the blessings that God's poured out into my life, I would not have believed it. It's through the journey. It's through the process that he takes you. So allow the Lord to take you through the process. It's about the journey, not the destination. That's a good word there, Gary. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Okay, we're coming to the end of the program time. We have rest. It's something that is hard for us to do, you know, with a pandemic and loss of life, jobs, or just questions about life, you know, trying to find where can I find rest? How have you found rest in Christ, Gary? Well, uh, I have to go back a little bit and tell you how I got here to find him. So it started when I was a kid. My grandmother planted a seed in you, and the majority of family members are going to plant seeds in their offspring and try to water it and see if it grows from there. Once my grandmother planted the seed, the seed did not get any water for a long period of time. Mm. My mother and father was not church corn people. My father believed He believed that there was a God. My mother did, too. My father studied a lot. He was very, very intellectual. Not only did he read the Bible, but he read a lot of other books about Christ and other religion. So I get a chance to um, 
move away from home, then moved to Memphis, Tennessee. In 2003, I met a young man by the name of Mr. Kirk Willem. <laughs> love you, Kirk. Kirk was my guy that God sent to me because it's funny how God put people in your life. I'm doing music. Kirk is doing music. And Kirk is on Warner Brothers. So uh, David Porter worked a deal out with Kirk to uh, do his project in Memphis. So Warner Brothers contract us to do a project on Kirk called Into My Soul. First day, Kirk walks into the studio. Same thing happened when I met him. <laughs> Where you been? When I met this young man here, Danny, we went to each other and gave each other a big hug mm-hmm. as though we were brothers. Didn't do that all the time. Yeah. And it's only been a couple of times that that's happened to me. And Kirk is not the type of person that beat you over the head with Christ. You need to do this with your life or do anything. But we just talked. And Kirk just slowly started watering that seed, mm. watering that First seed. God. And I'm saying, man, I got to get to, uh, I got to get into church because I'm not going to church this time. Good friend of mine by the name of Isaac Hayes had passed away. They had his memorial over at Hope Church. That's how I got to Hope Church. Kirk and I, we went over there and we played a few songs for the memorial. Then met Bruce Carroll. You can see how things start yeah. falling. Yeah. <laughs> the pieces start falling into place. So Bruce said, hey, would you be interested in coming and worship with us and playing with the worship band? I said, sure. And in my mind, Brian, in my mind, I'm thinking I'm going for a gig. That's why I'm going to go to church. <laughs> so I'm in there playing something, say, hey, sit out in the sanctuary and listen to the service. So I go out in the sanctuary and I'm listening to the service. Pastor Craig was preaching. And I said, Wow. I can hear him. I can hear his message. And the next week, here comes Eli. Eli's preaching. I said, wow, I can hear him too. It's not that I wasn't going to church. When I went to church, I couldn't hear the pastor. I couldn't get the message or feel what he was trying to teach me. Craig and Eli, I could feel that they were trying to teach me something. And then here comes Pastor Rufus. And he started. And I said, man, stick a fork in me. I am ready. I'm ready for this. And, you know, <laughs> at this time, I looked, I just looked up the guy and said, that's pretty funny, guy. You knew I wasn't going to come to church unless you create a gig for me. <laughs> yeah. So he said, OK, have at it and see what happens. And from that point on, I'm starting to get closer to Christ. And I realized that it's a personal relationship that I have with him. That's where I'm at in my life now. And everything has changed my decision making has changed to follow that, follow that. That is beautiful (laughs) to the place that God opens your heart to see Jesus, the gift that he's given you, you know? And so that is so beautiful. Well, guys, our time has really slipped on today's show. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. As we roll out today, let's take off on this song, God Rest Ye, Merry Gentlemen. Oh, yes. yes. Danny sings again. Gary does the accompaniment. So one more time now, how do we get a copy of this album? All digital platforms, iTunes, Amazon Music, Spotify, Spotify, whatever you've got. Pandora, whatever digital platform that you have, it is on. All those platforms. All those platforms. Merry Christmas. Merry Merry Christmas, Christmas, Byron. Love you, man. Love you guys. Well, friends, that's all the time we have on this edition of Mid-South Viewpoint. Thanks for stopping by. I'm Byron Tyler, and we'll talk to you next time. Bye-bye.